Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sessions with Sid. Today is a very tender episode and I am recording in my bed with this little mini mic, so I'm hoping that the quality is still good. Today is March 30th, the day after my grandfather passed away. And you're probably wondering, Sydney, why are you recording a podcast when your grandfather just passed away? And honestly, this is medicine for me. And I wanted to share a bit of my process with you in real time because death brings up a lot. And before I even recorded I found myself coming up with stories or my ego was coming up with stories like you shouldn't be showing up on your podcast platform, like you shouldn't show up on social media, blah, 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 because our society has this conditioning around feelings and grief and what people are supposed to do do when someone passes away. And I really wanted to show up here to share my own process and messages that have come up for me with this experience with my grandfather and to share how we can hold many different things at a time, which is something that I always talk about know with clients and friends and so I'm showing up here today this is medicine for me and I hope that it's medicine for you in some way but grief is a very complicated multi-dimensional process and it looks different ways for different people and it also looks differently depending on, you know, who the person is who passes away and your relationship with them. And it's so multi-layered. And the last time that I experienced someone close to me dying was when my grandmother passed away in 2018, which you may know a bit about if you listen to my past episodes and you would probably know that that was the catalyst to my personal spiritual awakening and my dark night of the soul. And I obviously had a different relationship with my grandfather and it was one of love and such fond memories, you know. And I notice that death is always a call back to presence. It's a call back to really being here now with yourself, with your family, whoever else it impacts with your feelings and emotions. It, I feel knocks us back into presence. And again, I'm speaking for myself and my own experience with grief. And, you know, for some people, it looks differently. And there's no right or wrong way to grieve. 
And I've really noticed that it has dropped me back into myself. Pausing for moments because I'm getting choked up, but want to get my my messages across. And it's brought this beautiful sense of peace. One, because I feel him around me already. And also because it's brought me closer to myself, closer to the divine, closer to spirit, you know, and I feel his spirit. And I've really noticed his death coming at a time where I felt like I needed a pause in my own life to reevaluate different things and at a time when frankly I I needed to get away and gain a different perspective and again I feel like death brings in new perspectives it it catapults us into these new perspectives and this presence and with death comes rebirth and it's so synchronous to me that I feel this rebirth coming in for myself while also holding grief sadness for my grandfather passing and it also sparks something I've been wanting to talk about for a bit, like I said at the beginning that I'm always talking to clients about and friends, is that we can hold many, many things at one time. We can hold many emotions at one time. We are multidimensional beings. We're not meant to be just one emotion at any given time. So we can feel sad and grief, but we can also feel excitement at the same time. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that we can hold all of these things. So, you know, when people have asked me, how are you doing? I've told them, I'm sad, but I'm also okay, and I'm also at peace. And I'm also looking forward to my new beginning, my rebirth, while grieving and grieving in my own way. And I think that, you know, like I said, there's so much conditioning in society and it's, there's not even time that's given, you know, in in jobs, time enough to grieve, you know, it's like, all right, well, here's two days off and uh, come back and, you know, resume life. And yeah, we we need to function, but there's also beauty and space being held and time being given for someone to have their process. And that varies person by person and being able to hold different things at one time. And something that this reminds me of is something that my mentor 
Jess, who's been on the podcast a couple of times now, um, has taught me, which is holding our own emotions and increasing our capacity to hold and feeling so many different things at once and really holding those for ourselves strengthens that muscle to be able to really hold a safe container within ourselves, you know? And this beautiful analogy came through as I was in Trader Joe's the other day. And sometimes when I'm in Trader Joe's, I I don't grab a basket and then I end up grabbing more than I can essentially hold in my hands. And so I went in the other day for a couple things, but I ended up getting way more than a couple of things. And I was going to get a basket and I thought to myself, I'm going to see how much I can hold. And it reminded me of holding my emotions, you know. I'm going to see how much I can hold. And we can hold a lot more than we think we can. And that was such a beautiful message slash analogy that came in while I was in the store. You know, is we can hold a lot. And we are meant to hold a lot you know, and different things at one time. And I find that when someone passes away, grief is a reminder that we really can hold more than we think we can. And sometimes in the moments when when the pain feels so great, so overwhelming, we think, I can't do this but we do it and and we hold we hold our emotions even though we feel like we cannot and i think the human experience is such an interesting beautiful thing and of course really tough at times but being human we are meant to feel emotions we are meant to feel and we are meant to be in our bodies and to hold we our own containers for emotions for so many processes. I'm kind of chilling through. I don't even know where I'm going with this, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of um, lost what I was, lost my track that I was on. But my point being is we can hold a lot more than we think we can. And we are in fact created to hold a lot more than we think we can. And I think when we feel the deepest pain and the deepest grief and in the darkest nights we are shown we we actually can hold a lot more than we think we can and so i hope that somehow this was medicine for you it was medicine for me to sit and record and to share some of my process and grief really is a lot of ebbs and flows you know and it teaches us to really be in that flow of our emotions you know one minute we are sobbing, the next minute we are laughing at a beautiful memory of the person or, you know, the thing. The next minute we're so angry and just feeling all of the range of emotions is beautiful. And there's no order and there's no rule on how to do it. And so... I hope that you were able to receive something 
from this. And thank you so much for listening and being part of my, my, my family, my community. If this resonated at all with you, I would love to hear. Uh, my Instagram is always in the show notes and I'm sending you so much love and tenderness and I will see you in the next episode.